Uh, good afternoon, everyone, and um, welcome to the class. Um, I'm I'm sorry that um, I wasn't able to take a live class because, um, uh, you know, the uh, Webex wasn't working. I know I just tried in vain, but perhaps it's down. And everything else was actually, <clears throat> you know, opening, whether it was my uh, Gmail or other things. But Webex just didn't, um, you know, seem to work. Okay, so I just thought that instead of, um, you know, going without a class, I'll continue with. Um, uh, the class through a podcast okay which i will uh, <clears throat> send uh, to your cr and then you can listen to the podcast and we'll um, you know be able to discuss uh, uh, you know discuss about it uh, in our class tomorrow um it's important that you listen to the podcast and i can also make out how many plays were there all right okay but of course um, you know uh it is also very possible to just you know open it and uh, you know not listen to the whole thing but uh, i prefer that people listen to the podcast um, you know uh, completely so that we are in a position to not have this gap of this class okay so uh, the next um, topic that i was to do uh, as part of uh, you know literary terms or literary devices is comedy right and a uh, comedy is something which we are all familiar with okay because uh, we have been watching comedies we have been reading comedies uh, you know for you know since the time perhaps we were in school or we were children and comedy is something that has been um, you know a sort of means of entertainment uh, for us for a very long time okay so when we look at um, you know comedy right and uh, we understand it in terms of its definition okay because as i told you in my class um, in my last class most of us would know all the literary terms we would know the literary devices in their uh, execution you know hum hame pata lagta hai ki ye ye literary device hai kyunki uski jo usage hai uh, how is it being uh, sort of used how is it being implemented we know that we may not know the technicality of their names okay so when you look at a comedy you know we know what a comedy is but we are perhaps not familiar with the definition of a comedy okay so when we look at what a comedy is and when we look at what mh abrahams sort of defined as comedy uh, you know it's a work in which whatever is there the materials okay when we talk of the dialogue the characters the setting everything everything is selected and managed to do what the primary uh, thing that it aims to do is to bring about interest involve us and amuse us okay so it wants to develop the interest of the reader or of the person who is watching it in the form of a play it wants you to be involved and it also wants to amuse us okay now you might say that uh, even a tragedy you know is there to interest us and involve us but yes a tragedy is not there to amuse us hame hasane ke yes you know to make us look at um, you know uh, something which is humorous uh, you know in situations and people and dialogue etc okay so the characters you know in a comedy and their discomfiture you know the discomfiture is their uh, you know their uh, their characteristics okay all the strange uh, things that they have in their characters right they engage us and how do they engage us with our attention obviously it gathers and it catches our attention but that attention is pleasurable 
okay which means it is meant to make us laugh it is meant to make us uh, enjoy okay rather than you know making us uh, you know profoundly concerned about something ki hame us cheez ke bare mein worry karna hai ya bahut sochna hai right okay so that's not the aim of a comedy right it is to make us feel uh, happy to make us feel light to give us a certain kind of pleasure right to amuse us okay and when we see a comedy or when we read a comedy we are confident that there is no disaster which will happen yes kisi ne marna nahi hai all right kisi ka accident nahi hoga nothing like that is going to happen right although these things may be they might take place during the a course of the comedy okay all these kind of things might happen but we know in the end sab kuch acha hoga right and the basic thing you know about a comedy was that it ended happily whereas when we talk of a tragedy it ended with a certain kind of disaster right and most of the time we'll see that the uh, action you know that happens is going to turn out happily for all the chief characters okay so um, you know ant bhala so ho bhala okay something like that okay all is well that ends well right so uh, sorry comedy has this this basic uh you know structure of being pleasurable of amusing of of occupying and attracting your attention to make you uh, experience a sense of pleasure right okay now uh, comedy is of very different types okay i'm just going to do two or three with you otherwise there are very many types of comedy okay so we'll just examine some of the comedies like a romantic comedy and a romantic comedy is something which was developed by shakespeare right william shakespeare is credited you know with have developing this kind of a comedy and in this kind of a comedy we would always have a love affair right because it's romantic okay and uh, what would involve it would involve a beautiful heroine and of course uh, you know the the course of the love was never going to be smooth right okay jo path hai wo obviously aasan nahi hona tha okay usme there'll be a <coughs> perhaps there'd be a villain there'd be all kinds of uh, uh, disguises there'll be all kinds of um, you know sorrows also right okay yet uh you know the love is going to overcome all difficulties okay and we see an example is like a midsummer night's dream okay uh, a wonderful example of uh, shakespearean romantic comedy okay and there are so many others like that okay so we see that there is a comedy but it is placed within the framework of romance okay and those were very very um, uh, you know popular uh, you know during the lisbethan times okay and even now when we watch films uh, you know we watch many films which are you know they are romantic comedies there's a lot of comic element also but there's romance also and there's uh, you know um, there are problems during that romance also but everything ends well right okay so that's a romantic comedy the second type of a comedy is a satiric comedy okay and you understand satiric coming from the word satire okay jaise hum vyang kehte hain okay you sort of ridicule you make fun of something or of someone uh, you know it may be something to do with um, politics it may be to do something with philosophy it may be to do something about a person okay and so what does it do it ridicules ridicules ka matlab hai uh, kisi cheez ka mazak udana okay and it could be a political policy it could be a philosophical doctrine okay it could be a king it could be an emperor it could 
could be anything, right? And what do you do by writing a satire? And you make it so funny, but we know that wo jo, uh, jo hai, ek comedy ki, jo satire mein hai, wo sirf hasi nahi hai, right? There is something very profound, something very important, which is also being said in that, okay? And it makes ridiculous, okay? Aap, uh, jo violators hai, jo galat kar rahe hai, aap unko expose karte ho, right okay or unko expose karke aap unke upar haste ho and why do you do that because they are sort of violating the standards of morals and manners right okay so morality they're going against morality or something to do with a manner something to do with behavior okay and uh, this kind of comedy was very very you know, popular in England for a very long time, okay. And Ben Johnson's Volpuni, okay, is a fine example of satiric comedy, okay. And you see it examines greed, okay. And ingenuity, ingenuity is the, you know, extreme intelligence of uh, what kind of people? They are swindlers. And who are swindlers? Swindlers are people who are able to, you know, steal your money, take away your things, etc. Okay? So it talks about greed. It talks about, uh, you know, these people who are swindlers, but they're so intelligent. And you are obviously making, uh, you know, fun of them uh, to be able to make them look ridiculous because of the kind of uh, you know, the kind of moral, um, you know, transgressions or the wrong things that they do, right? So now the next type of comedy that we have, uh, as I said, you know, there are many types of comedies, okay, but I'm just doing maybe three or four. The next type of comedy is called a comedy of manners, okay? Now, uh, the comedy of manners, of course, it originated, uh, you know, early in Greece, and later it was developed by the Roman, uh, you know, dramatists, okay. Uh, but of course, it became very popular uh, as the English comedy of manners, okay. They were the British writers, okay. And what did they do, you know? They dealt with, um, you know, a certain class of society, you know, a certain upper, rich, uh, well-to-do class, so-called elite, okay. And this class of society, you know, uh, they were always involved in intrigues, you know, in these kind of plans of men and women, romantic relationships, cheating on somebody else, uh, you know, pretending to be very, uh, you know, pretending to be very, very, uh, you know, sophisticated, but they were actually very, very uh, shallow people, right? And why is it called the comedy of, um, why is it called, the comedy of um, manners, okay, because it is talking about, uh, you know, the way in which people used to behave, right, okay, and uh, the kind of very sophisticated kind of way in which they were supposed to or they used to behave, but below that there was a lot of cheating, there was a lot of, um, you know, evil, and uh, the kind of things that they were doing, you know, especially uh, in, in relationship with the intrigues of these men and women, okay, in terms of romantic relationships, in terms of fooling somebody, cheating another, and, you know, the, the, the hallmark or uh, the characteristic of, of uh, you know, the comedy of manners was that they relied on wit, and, uh, you know, very, very sparkling dialogue. The dialogue used to be like very, very interesting and it used to be very witty. They were full of, uh, there was a lot of fun in that. There was a lot of, um, you know, 
hitting below the belt jise kehte hain you know kisi ka mazak bhi udana tha and you know there were these kind of very stylish women or there were these you know very um, you know uh, very uh, sort of um, respectable men they appeared to be very respectable but they weren't okay and this work by william congreve you know called the way of the world is one very good classic example of a comedy of manners okay so the the next uh, type of comedy is a farce and you know perhaps a lot of us are familiar with a farce a farce is a type of a comedy which is um, you know the aim of it is to bring about uh, in the audience belly laughs you know what a belly laughs ki aap has has ke aapka pet dukhne lag jata hai okay and you say my god i've laughed so much that my sides are aching or my stomach is aching right and what do uh, the writers of a farce do uh you know what do they do they use very exaggerated characters okay exaggerated matlab they are they don't seem to be characters that you would meet in real life right they have some kind of uh you know characteristics which are very strange which may be uh, you know quite eccentric you know those kind of characteristics and these are the things you know which uh, uh, you know the farce plays upon okay it keeps on playing upon these kind of um, uh, you know things okay and what do you have you also have improbable situations you know wo cheeze jo hum soch bhi nahi sakte ho sakte then you have mix ups you have physical uh you know uh confusion you have uh, you know people um, slapping each other falling down here and there ko yahan gir raha hai ko wahan gir raha hai ko ajeeb ji baatein kar raha hai ko funny kind of jokes kar raha hai and a farce is always exaggerated okay see the charlie chaplin movies right they are uh, examples of farces okay uh, you know even say mr bean you know and all those episodes that he that we watched okay jo hum soch bhi nahi sakte ki aise comedy ho sakti okay if you just remember how mr bean sort of makes his sandwich you know by putting a salmon in his sock and uh, you know or you know breaking or crushing pods of pepper with his shoe and um, you know uh, washing celery and you know wringing it around in his sock i mean what cheese aap imagine bhi nahi kar sakte they can happen but when we look at them we find them so funny yes because of the exaggeration and we laugh right okay so a lot of sitcoms that we see lot of uh, uh, you know these kind of serials that we have are fine, fine examples of farces okay because the the the, the humor is sort of very exaggerated and obviously we we don't we can't expect that to happen in real life so there are mix ups there will be disguises there will be uh, you know you're not being able to recognize somebody when we actually know ki ya ye to wahi banda hai okay but we understand that that is the purpose of a farce to make you laugh and almost have belly laughs okay so we re- we we are um, sort of um, um, uh, very aware of all types of comedy okay and perhaps uh, you know the farces or the romantic comedies are things that we know very well students of literature would know uh, you know the comedy of manners uh, you know there's um, you know the these kind of comedies we also had a comedy of humor for example okay but then all of it makes up the body of uh, this very interesting genre g e n r e is a f- french word for genre some people even pronounce it as genre it is uh, it means um, and uh, it means uh, you know uh, it means a 
category okay so the comedy is a kind of a genre which we have enjoyed most people have enjoyed uh, you know and still enjoy whether it's in a, a play that you watch whether it's in a drama that you read or whether it's in a it's in a film also that you have those comic elements okay now the next um, literary term that i'm going to do is drama right and drama we all understand uh, you know comedy comes under drama tragedy can come under drama we can have uh, something called tragic comedy also okay but we all understand drama right okay and prob probably uh, you know uh, even uh, in you know in hindi when we use the word drama okay we say ye itna drama mat karo okay iske aage shuru hoge drama right okay uh, in punjabi okay hun dekho or the drama shuru hoge ne okay uh, drama bars all right okay so we use the word drama nowadays uh, you know to be able to show an exaggerated kind of acting ओके जो एक्चुअली है नहीं ओके और आप बहुत यू नो ऐसी चीज़ें करते हो एक्टिंग करते हो यू प्रटेंड टू बी समथिंग एल्स एंड एक्चुअली यू नो अ ड्रामा वॉज एक्चुअली दैट राइट ओके आप वो बनते हो स्टेज में जो आप नहीं हो ओके आप वो डायलॉग्स बोलते हो विच इज़ एक्चुअली जस्ट मेन्ट टू बी फॉर दैट प्ले एंड इट ऑल कम्स अंडर द कैटेगरी ऑफ ड्रामा ओके सो वेन यू लुक एट वॉट अ ड्रामा इज अ ड्रामा यू नो इफ यू लुक एट द डेफिनेशन ऑफ drama uh, and when we look at what um, you know uh, mh abrahams is talking about he says you know it is a form of composition okay what is it designed for you know the main aim of a drama was performance in the theater that was the main aim of a drama okay you wanted a performance in the theater and what happens there actors they take the roles of the characters okay so what are actors doing obviously they're taking the roles of characters okay they perform the action and utter the dialogue right uh, although you can even have a play or a drama which is silent but most of the time you'll see you have characters you have a written dialogue you have a set you have uh, a stage where you perform okay and uh, drama especially of course the tragedy is one of the oldest forms of entertainment okay and characters in fact you know earlier times women were not uh, you know they did not take part in dramas and all the roles were performed by men so men used to dress up as women also they used to mass this to all kinds of things slowly and slowly of course drama changed in so many ways okay to include even women okay now another word that we use for drama a very common alternative name that we use for a drama or a dramatic composition is a play right okay we have heard of a one act play <coughs> or you know a full length play and it is the same as a drama okay the drama would be perhaps the more literary term okay otherwise we use the play uh, just as much uh, as we do like we use the drama okay now uh, you know in uh, you know there are certain features of course the you know of a drama and uh, for example you know when you look at um, uh, the different kinds of drama okay dramas are written by different writers in different ways uh, you know you had poetic drama okay in which the dialogue was written in verse which means it was written in the form of poetry and everything was delivered in that way okay and you'll see a lot of plays of shakespeare for example they have a lot of poetic a uh, dialogue okay uh, there will be of course a mixture of normal um, you know prose and you will also have poetic but there are some dramas which are only poetic completely in poetry 
can just imagine how difficult it must be to write such a drama okay so all the dialogue is written in verse okay now of course nowadays you'd see less of these kind of uh, you know uh, dramas you would probably be able to see them in the earlier times okay now there's another kind of a drama okay which is a closet drama see the definition when we did we said you know a drama is something that is meant to be performed you also have another kind of a drama which is called a closet drama and what is a closet drama a closet drama it is written in the form of a drama it has got dialogue it has got setting stage directions but what is the intention of the author the intention of the author is that that play should be read and not performed so what is a closet drama wo aise likha jata hai you know jaise aap usko perform kar sakte ho sab kuch likha jata hai ki is stage ke upar kya set hoga uh you know where are the characters going to come from etc lekin wo sirf padhne ke liye hota hai okay and uh there are certain dramas which are called they called a closet drama okay but of course most plays are meant to be performed okay aur wo maza wohi aata hai ki aap play ko dekho right okay you see the actors you see them acting right okay otherwise you know it's a closet drama where you just read that and it's not meant to be performed okay now um you know the drama as a as a genre as a type of a uh, you know as a type of other as a literary term or the kind of a, you know category of 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 draw of literature is you know has just so many things to uh, you know to understand okay there's so many kinds of things in a drama okay uh, but we're just going to do some of the main things okay we're going to do the act and the scene Okay, you always see that a play is divided into acts and scenes now what is an act an act is a major division in a play right and see this was introduced uh, into england by the elizabethan dramatists okay uh, <clears throat> you know the ones who were shakespeare after that also what did they do they actually sort of imitated uh, the roman plays you know the roman plays had five acts they were very elaborate okay so what did the Uh, act mean an act meant a major division in a play right and you see act 1 act 2 act 3 and why do you divide the plays into acts and scenes because you either change the setting or you change the uh, uh, you know uh, you know you change uh, a certain circumstance or an action that is happening you may move to a new place etc so you divide it for uh, you know the convenience of the people who are watching all right and also to bring in certain kind of variety in the play right now um, you know the uh, ancient roman plays they fell into five acts okay in the 19th century you know late in the 19th century you had uh, you know playwrights like chekhov anton chekhov and ibsen their plays were in four acts okay and then later you had three act plays also coming in so you see how uh, you know everything keeps changing right okay and you also have the one act play right you even have the one act play in which everything happens only in one act okay and uh, everything is of course very condensed very um, sort of um, Uh, you know uh, tight in the action etc when we talk of a one act play okay now besides uh, and of course it depends completely on the writer whether he uh, you know or she wants to uh, you know um, have write a one act play or you know other types and we also have uh, you know modern times we have one act plays and even 10 minute plays 
you know even 10 minute plays uh, we have okay so you have seen the one act plays like uh, you know um, the goat or who is sylvia you know by edward alby we have anton chekhov's a marriage proposal uh, you know which uh, you know is also a very interesting play which you will be doing i think in your uh, in your final semester okay in your third semester rather that's the semester that i is final for me because i'm going to teach you till then and uh, you know these have different ways in which you look at the action okay and you can imagine a 10 minute play right okay it must be so absorbing and it must be so packed with action because you don't have time uh, to be able to dwell on something for a very long time right now besides acts you also have scenes and what are scenes they are units of action there are no change of place or there is no break in the time so aap dekhoge ek act mein scene 1 scene 2 scene 3 scene 4 scene 5 okay the units of action wo sara kuch same hai aap jagah bhi nahi ke change karte jab aap act change karte ho sometimes you change right you have for example one act is in uh, a drawing room scene another act may be in a garden right okay another act may be in a busy uh, corner of the street for example right so you have them accordingly okay and plays of course dramas have been uh, you know entertaining us for a very very long time okay now the last one that i'm going to do today is a euphemism okay a euphemism e u p h e m i s m what is a euphemism um all of us are familiar with euphemisms but we may not know that this is the term and what is a euphemism it is an inoffensive expression which is used in place of another one which may be very blunt which may be very disagreeable or may be embarrassing sunne mein acha na ho embarrassing ho it may be very blunt you use another one instead of that okay it's just uh you know using it for say maybe for good manners or you use it not to sound too disagreeable or not to feel or make another sound uh, feel embarrassed okay now uh, euphemisms are generally used for death they are used for bodily functions or they are used uh, for bodily functions and they are used even for sex right so you see such a topic like death we don't say death we use a word like pass away instead of die right uh, for example we say we don't say um, you know wo wo mar gaye we say wo parlok ko sitart ho gaye ya wo bhagwan ko pyare ho gaye okay we say pass away a bodily function you know like we use the word comfort station or a washroom instead of a toilet okay now when we want to use uh, or when we want to express some idea about sex you know you'll say to sleep with or you'll say make love to rather than saying have intercourse with which is very very direct okay and uh, euphemisms have been used um you know in different not just death bodily functions and sex they can be used across the table in so many many different expressions okay so uh, i'm done uh, i'll uh, i want to do more than this because it is difficult for you to listen actually to a very long podcast okay so this podcast is of uh, is of uh, around perhaps 27 minutes okay and i've done three literary terms okay and uh, <clears throat> perhaps uh, uh, i was wondering whether i should yeah i'll do hyperbole with you tomorrow because it's a little long right so with that uh, thank you and uh, uh, i i expect everybody should listen to the podcast okay so that we can discuss it tomorrow